0: You know what? We're in front of a computer. I might as well talk to it. Hello. Anyway, next sub, next uh, feature. We got uh, we got three clowns are gonna come out. These three clowns actually are uh, my fathers. Um, yeah, my dad. I have three dads, and they're all clowns. Their names are. Uh... <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Uh, their names are Gary, Gary, and Gary. I haven't talked to them in years. The thing is one of them's fine, the other one's kind of just not it's not a good guy. And the thing is they come up on my phone and guess what? I don't know which fucking Gary it is. You could argue I could put, you know, I could name one of the Garys like Gary Prentices, bad. You know, the bad one. But then I thought that was, you know, that's it's too it's too harsh. I don't want to do that, you know. I try to be a nice person, even if I don't like my, even if I don't like one of my clown dads. So I don't, but I don't know if they're gonna, sh- I don't know if they're gonna show up here all stuffed in one tiny car. I mean, it's only three of them, so wouldn't it be that amazing to have three people in a car. But maybe they'll bring f- clown friends. See, it's funny because like clowns, they have to practice, you know, fitting in the clown car. So, that's just how they commute to their day jobs, like, every day. You're just zipping down the highway. Fucking feet sticking out of the trunk and all that. Well, at first, but then when you get good at it, your feet don't stick out. This is, there's an art to being a clown. This is what I learned from my three clown fathers. By the way, they're not, you know, they're not homosexual men. They manifested me using their mental powers. They're not even real. It sucks. Have I never mentioned this? Like, I really feel like this wouldn't come up. It's always the first thing I mention on a date. Three clowns with magical powers are actually hallucinating me and I'm not real. Well, anyway, so this is going to be just a normal, um, just like a typical ep- episode of like anything you else you've ever heard or seen. It's really not any different. I mean, uh, everything's exactly the same. Kanye West said this and unfortunately, probably maybe the only thing he said that's like even remotely a real thing at all. Everything in the world is exactly the same. By the way, Kanye, Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yeezus, um, these are excellent albums. There's just no denying this, as well as Graduation, which I never listened to. So what the fuck happened to that guy? I guess you can just say mental illness, but but like... it's sort of interesting to like live in a culture that values, you know, success, like a Kanye level of success, when it's again and again so clearly demonstrated that like that doesn't necessarily benefit the person who achieves it. In fact, in some cases, it might kind of like make their life even worse in a lot of really manifestly obvious ways. I recently became aware of Crip Mac. I now know of Crip Mac, and I can never not know of Crip Mac. Crip Mac is a mentally ill, schizophrenic gangbanger from from Los Angeles, 55th Street Crips. He's keeping it 55th Street. It's one of three things he says over and over again. He's a child in, in the body of a grown man. He's a really good demonstration of someone who, like, if things were a little bit different like, if one or two things were different, like, he could be someone who's, like, could do something really great. Whether it's, you know, he could, like, make something. Because he seems to have some I don't know, there seems to be, like, a good quality in him. But he's just, like, so mentally not there at all that, like, he just can't. Because I had the thought, I think the reason I'm, like, interested in those types of people is that I just want to figure out what that, like, inner world is like. But then I had the thought of, you know, like, if if I could be Crip Mac, I wouldn't ever want to be Crip Mac, but if I, let's say I could be, let's say I could be Crip Mac for one hour. If I, if it's a Freaky Friday type of body switch, then it's, I guess it would be my consciousness, like, going into Crip Mac's brain. So now I have all of the memories of Crip Mac, none of the memories I had before, assuming that memory is stored entirely in the brain. And so then I thought it doesn't really—it's kind of meaningless to say, "Oh, I'll become someone else," because if all of your pre- memories of who you actually are are wiped, then what actually changes? Nothing. It's just exactly what's happening right now. Because really, what would be happening if I became Crip Mac is when I return to my body? What if I forget it? What if I forget it when I come back to my body? then what, what, what would be the different? What would have changed? There's nothing actually happening there. So what does it mean to be anybody? I'm just keeping it 55th street. Mac is now in prison. He, he returned to prison, um, because he was a felon in possession of a gun, even though he's a, he's a nonviolent offender, which is like, you know, Fair enough, but I mean, he's a paranoid schizophrenic with a gun, but he's also, like, being hunted by, like, gang members at all times. So that's an insane situation to be in. That's, like, a, a living nightmare. But at the same time, he's just, like, going on skid row and just, like, giving food to people and, like, hanging out with the junkies. I don't know enough about Crib I think I know enough. I unfortunately did come across the sex tape of Crib and i'm not my, i'm not i don't not am not the same I'm just not the same person after that so yeah i don't know justice for cribmac i don't i don't know i don't know if that's the correct stance i think the correct stance is what it usually is in all these cases which is like he should obviously just be in a mental health facility i think if he actually was treated in some way like he could actually be like a really functional person this next segment is called a helicopter segment. Working title. We get a break for the helicopter. We get a it's a good reminder to, you know, give big ups to helicopters for everything they do. If you have an organ that needs transplanting a helicopter, that's probably your best bet. Other possible methods you can just send like a newsie on a bicycle, like a brown paper bag, and just hope for the best. That's definitely the the cheapest option. Or maybe like, for like a really low price, you can just throw it up in the wind and hope it ends up in its destination. It would be cool if you could do that. If there were just like miniature tornadoes everywhere and you could just, uh... throw shit in and be like, I don't want this anymore. And it's just like, it goes away. It goes so far away it really doesn't matter. It's like a fucking sky vacuum, it's perfect. Once it's beyond the firmament, it's somebody else's problem. Um, so yeah, in other news, um, there was uh, there was fake weather. They literally did fake weather. This is the first time this has ever happened. In the forecast, they said there was going to be a nor'easter. And they also said there's not going to be any accumulation or precipitation at all. There's not going to be any snow. But a nor'easter is coming. They literally said this. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know, understand what understanding What am I to do with this information? So in other words, you're saying it's going to be cloudy for a few hours. And that's exactly what happened. It wasn't like a revision. It wasn't like they were like... Storm of the Century, oh, update, flurries. They're saying this is going to be... Well, not Storm of the Century, it's going to be a storm. But it's not going to have any of the features you would associate with a storm, such as fucking anything happening at all. It's a new type of storm where nothing happens. And speaking of, you know, I think our uh, dark meteorologist that we had on, yeah, he died. Um, he died of weather. Something weather-related happened to him. That's all they That's all that I was told. So yeah, I guess R.I.P. to him. That sucks. But we get another dark meteorologist to replace him. This dark meteorologist, his name is uh, Dirk Diglison. He's new to the team, and he's out there in the field, he's, well, he's in a field. Um, he's just looking up at the sky and just telling us what he sees. What do you see up there today, my friend? I see skulls, I see shapes of skulls up there. That's not like a typical thing that you should be seeing in the sky, like, it, is this like a Harry Potter thing? Wasn't this in, uh, in the Goblet of Fire? i didn't read that one but it was definitely in goblin I'm, I'm saying it as a fact okay well you were phrasing it as a question so i didn't like i'm sorry okay I, I will be more clear that was in fucking harry potter okay like i'm sorry dark diglison you're an icon you're a legend you're one of the darkest meteorologists around you're the most fucking diabolical weatherman there is They're saying it at the Weather Channel, I heard you got banned from there, is that right? Yeah, they sent men to my house. Just because you like, cheer for like, tornadoes and natural weather disasters that kill millions of people cause you're a fucking sick weirdo. So what happens on a sunny day? Are you just like, are you just sitting inside like, what do you just watch like, videos of rain or something? Or like, something to like, make a cat fall asleep? freak! I am not to be spoken to in this tone of voice. Dude, you why don't you go get your car stuck in a fucking ice storm or something? See how you like that. Ice storm 98. You know what? I survived that. I was there. You weren't there. You'd have a different thought about bad weather if you knew if you would live through that week. Maybe you just like chaos. Maybe you just like destruction. Yeah, no, I'm pretty upset about that. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I've heard enough of that. So what, you saw skulls? What, what okay. So that's it. That's all that you have. Yeah, that and, uh, go acres. What? He hung up. I really got to start rethinking, like, the types of people I associate with. But we have to remember to keep it 55th Street as well. Um, as he would also say... NEVER COMMIT SUICIDE. It really just cuts to the chase, it's like... It's basically like if a child came up with a slogan for like anti-suicide, just like, don't do it. Hey, if you think about doing it, how about don't? Um, I'm not suicidal at all, so I don't really have any, that much to say about it. Um, it's alarming how many people are though, I guess. Um, there's obviously there's obviously this like, me crisis of meaning thing going on. And it seems to me that at some point the religious view fell out of favor and i think there's definitely there's probably a direct correlation but it's just hard to quantify what the, what it means though like for there to be a what does it mean if there's a crisis of meaning like there are some ways you could like the depression i guess but that could be something else i mean that could be like environmental like it could be diets or like it could be anything really it could be like a gastrobiological answer for all we know, but the reason I think it's probably connected is because of the kind of the nihilistic philosophy is kind of manifesting in a real way. But obviously, nihilism is just nihilism would have to be like filling a filling a gap because it's just it's just a philosophy. It's all it's all philosophy pretty much. Like I think of a, of a religious view as being just like one type of philosophy. And I would say that nihilism is like a pit, like, it's like a pit stop to the truth. I think you kind of, like, become disillusioned with the idea that you're going to find meaning in, like, stuff. It's kind of just, it's kind of like a big game. It's not really, like, real life. And most people kind of just get a general sense of that, but they don't really know what to do with it. But I think what happened was that there was, in America at least, there was the post war boom after World War II. Weird theory is that, you know, capitalism kind of ended up becoming like a new god. Nobody would ever admit that that's what happened. But if you look around you, there's kind of a lot of evidence that that's basically what happened. But now that, like, the effects of that are trailing off you kind of took out the god part of it and then you took out the thing you were replacing god with so what do you like what is actually left for anybody and i don't, I don't even mean like like a god god i just mean like some kind of connection to something that's that's beyond you and your own world something that like ties it together to everything else if you don't feel that, then, you know, you end up contributing to the fragmentation, and you just kind of keep playing into it, and it just keeps going. Um, you gotta do what you gotta do in your own little, uh, your own little sphere of influence. Um, also, you know, it's just a side note, I'm really, um, I'm just really grateful for the fact that I chose to record this, uh, on the night where there's just inexplicable drilling noises coming from... Some undefinable point in space, um, and also just kind of a continuous helicopter noise. I should record this like somewhere quieter next time, like inside of like a like a whale stomach, so that we could uh, better capture the mellifluous tones of none other than Slurp Von Lipstick, who always knows what time it is. I never know what time it is. I don't own a watch, I never learned how to read a clock, I never learned how to read a digital clock, I never learned numbers. I got letters, they do me just fine, I'm getting by with the old alphabet, old reliable. Who needs to count? Who cares how much shit there is? It's enough. Whatever it is, it's fine, don't worry about it. Um, I'm going to introduce to you the man who just last week um, applied to be an intern for Time Magazine, and I said oh, I didn't know you had a you know a background a background in journalism. And he said no, it's not journalism; it's just a magazine about time. And I said no, that's a magazine about you know, it's like it's, it's like news. And it turns out he was at the dentist office and he had seen a Time Magazine there on the rack. And there was a picture of a clock on the front because the story was something about, like, senators trying to, like, undo daylight savings time like they do every fucking year. And so when he told me that detail, I thought, okay, you know what? I actually kind of understand, like, if you had never read Time Magazine, it actually makes sense that you would maybe have that impression so that's the only thing he said to me that's not more dumb than the thing he said to me previously everything he's ever said to my face is dumber than the thing before it's gotten progressively worse he also broke into my house one time when he was really mad at me by the way i've never said this publicly he broke into my home and he set all he fucked up all my clocks he set them to random ass times he took my phone, he fucked up my alarm, and I was late for work. And I said, you know, for someone who honors and respects time, you think he would also value, you know, a person's right to know the correct time. Considering your profession, your whole goal is letting people know what the fucking correct time is. And you do this, I will allow Slurf on Lipstick to come out here and, and say his piece and represent himself. And also tell us what time it is. All right, I give it up. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you. That is really generous. That is so generous of you. Thank you so much for clapping so much. Thank you. Thank you. Are they still clapping? I can't hear. Thanks. Yeah, I was at a concert so last night, so I can't hear anything. Thank you for clapping. I'm assuming they're still clapping. I'm being told they aren't clapping? Okay. I I still feel like I can hear it, though. Thank you so much. Well. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I did break into his house, and I did fuck up his clocks. I've openly admitted to this. I fucking live-streamed it. And I realize this jeopardizes, like, my internship prospects with my, my beloved time magazine which is definitely a magazine about clocks and time and all that kind of stuff but here's why i did what i did here's why i broke into broke into our friend's home and i confused him he's too passive about time he i'm trying to teach him a lesson about time now he knows i'm basically the angel and we're doing an it's a wonderful life except instead of him dying his clocks died all of his clocks died because he didn't love them he didn't honor and respect and love clocks and what they do for us in fact i'm motivated to look at one right now. i think that's all i had in, in terms of my legal defense angle um yeah i'm slurp on lipstick i do whatever the fuck i want dude i swallow gum motherfucker all right so the current time it's uh 11 36 p.m you guys you guys know this about this planet's day night cycle right yeah if you've been around on this planet for a little bit you probably know about that whole like you know you know, sun go down moon come up you know you know that kind of you know, it's classic earth shit you know we can all relate to this this is what people want they're like yes talk about day talk about night talk about how they're different If you want to know more about me, you can email me at at time.gov. That's right, I'm still using that old government address. Used to be head of the Department of Clocks. And, you know, they said, we're defunding Time. People have it on their phone now. We don't need to give it to them. And I said, no, I want to keep time.gov going. And so I'm running it off my own home server. If you go to time.gov, there's now a little banner that says, like, a slurp production. Yeah, but yeah, I have nothing else. I have nothing else left to say to you. I gave you the time, I gave you what you came here for. This is all anybody wants of me. People just treat me like shit. They just come up to me, they say, hey, what time is it? People who don't even know my profession. And I'm like, excuse me? You're asking me to tell you what time it is? Do you have any idea who I am? Do you have any idea what that goes for these days? Like people have absolutely no respect for what I do or anything I do. Well, thanks for coming out, everybody. All right. Why are you clapping for th- for him? What could he have possibly said just now that was worthy of praise? In isolation, anything he said sounds like the ramblings of a madman. In context. It still sounds like the ramblings of a madman. But I'll tell you one thing. He got the time right. I'm fully happy with that, and I'm fully okay with everything that happened. I guess that'll, uh. We'll see you at the movies.